if I get this right. I'm a proud and happy black woman because I'm always on the eve of success. I am the epitome of greatness. So why do I, why am I proud and happy about being a black woman? What isn't there to be happy and proud about being a black woman? I think that we are so diverse and complex at the same time, fantastic and fun. And I enjoy just not knowing what to expect from my, um, my cultures uh, and finding out and exploring and the music, the the colors, the everything, just the ability to adapt to every situation and just breathe. Well, 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 that was beautiful. Wasn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. I am Hillary here in Ontario, Canada. And I'm Teresa in Barbados. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You saw the beginning uh, video, and it was a vi video of uh, uh, various black women and their quotes uh, that they had uh, offered to us. Uh, we reached out to many counterparts and asked them if they can give a quote or a video or something and just just celebrate being them <laughs> just celebrate mm -hmm. being I know you always have these things about oh, bl angry black woman and black why black women so mad and always showing these you know reality shows and different things where we're either fighting or you know the problem or whatever so I wanted you know we wanted to do something where it celebrated um, uh, black women and showed all the resilient things that they have done from uh, the politicians that they are the first of many of many things and so we're going to go through some stuff tonight and uh, we're going to go from uh, political to pop culture Education, yeah, everyone pop yeah we're going to try as many as we can we can't do everybody there's a lot of black women that <laughs> have done a lot of things throughout uh, 
history and so we're going to touch on a few that has been some name changers and then you know here in uh, recent times some of the people that uh, that have really just changed the game <laughs> so Teresa let's go girl let's get this popping mm -hmm. so um yes so I'm just gonna start mm -hmm. I just made a mistake anyways <laughs> You know, me and my little technical issue. I haven't tried my best today, girl. So you have a blimp. If I um, yeah, if I uh, mess up a little bit, just take over, okay? Anyways, mm -hmm. uh, while these women accomplished remarkable things, uh, we were able to. Um, uh, one of the things that they were known for were their humanity, and simply surviving despite unrelenting uh, oppression. Uh, by learning about their experiences, we can gain new perspective to understand and celebrate the role of black women throughout American existence and the world. Hopefully uh, they will lead you to wonder and then go and check out our links as well as other things. So let's start mm -hmm. um, with, uh, there was a lady, uh, her name was Isabel de Olivia. Okay, I'm gonna put her picture up. Now, this lady, uh, she existed, and she was a free woman in the 1600s, okay? The 1600s, a free woman, that's, that right there tells you something, <laughs> okay? And the challenges and narratives that the black women experienced in America began only when Africans were forcibly brought to this country and enslaved. Her journey is also among the earliest record instance of black people fighting in liberty in North America an act of resilience and is repeated throughout the, the history. So one of her famous quotes uh, that is said about her is that freedom is always fought. The black women has always de uh, demand justice to be treated like human beings. And Isabel is one of the women that would, uh, that would promote that kind of um, mm -hmm. ideology. Sorry, I just got, I just got paused. Uh, can you tell us about the, uh, the next lady under and these are historical, inspirational ladies. Some people you probably don't know or haven't heard about, but we're going to bring... heard about. Yeah, these are the ones we want to pull out for today. Yeah, go on. Mm -hmm. well, the one that I'm highlighting is Augusta. I hope okay. I pronounced her name right. Augusta Savage. Mm -hmm. Now, she was an artist. Mm -hmm. And being an artist, she had many exhibits. And one of the things that she put her passion into and one of the things she put her passion into is that was the, uh, at early age and she put that aside for a while to have a family so she got married and shortly after she was married she gave birth and her husband passed away oh, wow. leaving her being a single mom to manage you know first mm -hmm. child manage um, family life on her own well, some years passed and she remarried uh -huh. and she remarried to a local potter. Now, oh, wow. that husband, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. husband, her and her husband stayed together for a while. Then she left him and she joined what they call the Great Migration uh -huh. and headed up to New York. And this was in 1921. This was way before Hillary. So these people <laughs> are pioneers. Yeah. She then invented herself what you call shaving off about 10 years off her age mm -hmm. and referring to her 14 year old daughter then as her sister uh -huh. so it doesn't say in the research why she did such however she 
her talents um, came to create a new black cultural identity during the Harlem Renaissance. Now, her artistic career was marked by incredible highs and lows. Um, savage battle poverty, racism, both with limited, both which limited her opportunities. Mm. And at the same time, as one doctor said, Dr. Berry wrote, her life steeped into the blossoming African-American culture revolution mm -hmm. taking place. She wrote poetry and hosted black literacy and hosted black literally luminaries, that's how you call it, Tavili? Mm -hmm. Luminaries such as Dorothy West, Claude McKay, Zora Noel Horston in her overcrowded apartment and sculpted and sculpted um, stuff within our community with leaders such like Marcus Garvey. You know, Marcus oh, Garvey wow, that's cool. and from the Jamaican side of it. Yeah, but yeah. Savage's greatest professional accomplishment included her traveling to Paris, uh -huh. and she was the first black artist elected for the National Association of Women Painters and Sculptors. That's I know amazing. we had one sculptor here, Carl Hagen. He was very good as well. Yeah. And she was receiving commission to create art for the 1913 New York World's Fair. Yeah. And she created a 16-foot-high life every voice, lift yeah. every voice was, that was entitled. Let, and it was an inspiration for, sorry? Let, no, I was saying let's, let's carry on because we can go on and on about her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's go on to the yeah, next that, person. That's the end of, that's the end of her. Yeah, piece. okay. Let's go on to Frances Thompson. So Frances Thompson was a transgender. And, uh, you know, being that was uh, in 1866. That This is completely radical to be a transgender uh, and being that time and be openly living as a woman for 20 years. Uh, you know, um, he was born in, at first, you know, it was born as a male assigned male uh, in slavery in Alabama, and at the age of 26, um, he became free. And uh, according to uh, the records, he started living and identifying as female in the black community in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, it, as a woman in 1866, he fought for uh, bravely to live his true, her true uh, truth against unthinkable kinds of peril and, odd, and odds and we need to honor that so future generation that we are now know and see themselves reflect in our in their experiences tell the earliest stories of transgender people living according to their transgender identity you know he was she was doing something um I mean, 1866, as imagine as a transgender, 80, 1866, you know, mm -hmm. having been born into slavery and then being freed and living as I was able to live as a woman for 20 years before um, being realized. Um, yeah, so that's what I have for Frances Thompson. Okay, the next person up on our list is Moni Mia. Mm -hmm. McCoy. Moni Mia. Moni Mia McCoy, she was a mother of a twin, Millie and Christine, and this was. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm not doing justice here. I am messing up already. Let me put up Thomas Francis so you can see a picture of her. This is Thomas living as a woman for 20 years, and then of mm -hmm. course I missed it. Uh, Augusta uh, Savage, 
and that's the her. Artist? Yeah, she did the realization, a realization uh, sculpture created as part of the WAP Federal Art Project, and here you can see okay, her standing next it, yeah. to her project. Yeah. So then, uh, you're who are you going to speak about now? Well, the next person is Mona Mia. Okay, there he is. Mona Mia McCoy. Okay, I'm switching between screens here to see. <laughs> I'm, I'm to good. See I got it. One. Yeah. yeah. So, Mona Mia McCoy, she fought endlessly for her twins. Now, her twin, her twin, well, I say twin, they say twins. But when you say twins, don't we, don't we refer to a pair of twins as four? We say twin. It's one, two, right? Right. Yeah, right. She was the mother of the twin, which was Millie and Christine. Now, Millie and Christine, they were two girls. They were joined by the pelvis. So in that in that time, 1830, they used those children for shows, uh -huh. for they were kidnapped. Uh -huh. So many things happened to these two children yeah, before they were seven. Mm, mm, mm. Imagine that they tried to separate them, and she, she and her husband usually had to hide them so that they won't go on the auction block and they receive threats and such like. But besides being a, a strong mother and putting all her efforts to protect her children from the foreshadows of both the historic, of both the historic and current examples of black motherhood, her legacy of a mother. Uh -huh. is strength is her strength and this was talked about by the dr berry uh -huh. and monomia she was one of the women of television she was the other mothers of television who don't want their children to be to go on the auction block but there she fought for them endlessly and she was given the recognition and honor until her death until yes until her death so she was known for one to fight for motherhood oh, okay uh, i'm gonna just gonna Mom look at the McCoy. chat here i'm seeing some stuff going on in the chat we have rudy and victor and uh, the two troublemakers as well as petra's in there good night everyone uh thanks for everyone for night, stopping by rudy's talking about drinking at his friend's house and then he's looking for somebody named trevor so it tells me he's probably intoxicated your your buddy's name is victor <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go on now to talk about uh, Barbara Jordan. I'm going to put her picture up. Uh, Barbara uh, was a politician, was the first black woman to be elected to the state senate. And the last time a black person has been elected to the office was nearly a century earlier in 1883. So during her time in office, she helped pass the state's first minimum wage law and was instrumental in creating its Fair Employment Commission in 1972, when I was born. Uh, Jordan was elected to the U.S. State uh, House of Representatives, and her slogan was, Unbought and Unbossed. Did you hear that, girl? Unbought mm -hmm. and Unbossed. She fought for uh, voting rights and tried uh, to uh, safeguard the rights of citizenship for black people. That's amazing. And that was Barbara Jordan. Let's go back to Barbados because we want to get some more, you know, not only U.S., but we're going to get the Barbadian side of things and the Canadian side of things. So start us off with uh, Rita Nita Barrow. Rita Nita Barrow. Who is she, Hillary? 
Well, no, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how I just see the truth. I'll tell like you who she is. <laughs> she was awarded of being appointed the Governor General in 1990, and mm -hmm. she served as head of state until she eventually died in 1995. Um, she was the brother of the of the what we call the father of independence, Errol Barrow, mm -hmm. but. And focus on Nita, she was educated in 1916. She was a very ambitious woman, and her family lineage is all political activists. Her father, he was wow. an Anakin priest. Her brother and was a prime minister, right? Yeah. Right. The father of independence, as they say, Errol Barrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like Errol Barrow. Yeah. Yes, and her uncle, believe it or not, was Charles Duncan O'Neill. Oh, I'll show okay. you that, that Charles Duncan O'Neill. They have a roundabout name after him as well. Okay, let's talk about and the he was the founder <laughs> of a, one of the parties. Okay. He, he's also in the... In yeah, we're not talking about the men today. We're talking about the females. The Nita, was she... She's, sorry? Let's, take, she let's keep the females. Let's keep to the females. <laughs> These two over here are just going on crazy in the, in, the, in, the black, in, in the chat. Go on. Keep going. What's that? <laughs> Victor and Rudy. <laughs> Does, does Rudy have a, a black woman that he wants to highlight? He said, hey, for him, it's Rosa Parks. And we'll talk about her more Rosa in the... Rosa Parks, uh, okay. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. definitely going to talk about Rosa Parks. Yeah, go on. Yes, Anita Barrow, she was... She studied nursing in Barbados, and then she went on to further her studies at the University of Toronto, Edinburgh, and Columbia. So, mm -hmm. I can, you can say that she's part Canadian, but her career... Okay. Her career is on the line of nursing, healthcare... Mm -hmm. Um, midwifery, and she also went to. She also held those same positions in healthcare in Barbados and Jamaica. Oh, nice! Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, the next person up. You, you, I know you're going to talk on it, but this is my one of my first mentors. Uh, when I was a child, I didn't know why why I liked this lady so much, but I thought she was amazing. I just thought she was like badass. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know who you mean. Billy Miller, uh -huh. Dame Billy Anita Miller. Billy Miller. Now, Billy Miller, she she too was also in politics. Are you, uh -huh. you into politics, Hillary? I was always into politics. Yeah, you love her. Yeah. Into politics. Yeah, I was. She was called to the Bar of England and Wales in 1968. The Bar of Barbados in 1969. She is well into politics. My my memory of Billy Miller, I think she's the one that coached or now Prime Minister Mia Montley. Uh huh. Oh really? I'm not sure if they're related. If uh, if she's related to Mia Montley, but she is one that coached Mia into the direction that she has taken today. Uh huh. She. Her responsibilities while she was in government, she was very active in the civic and non-governmental arena. Uh -huh. She was the chairman and the first woman. A lot of these have the first. The first woman. A lot of firsts. That's why we. That's why we lined them up like that. Commonwealth, a lot of firsts. Commonwealth Parliamentary Association, and and uh -huh. the Inter-American Development Bank. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. The next person is Sarah Ann Gill. Tell us about her. I see that picture all the time. What's that about? Sarah Ann Gill. Let me just pull her up. I have so many pages open. So, 
Marry me. Because that she's on a stamp, right? In Barbados. Yeah, she's she's in one of the stamps. Mm -hmm. She, Sarah Ann Gill. She was more of a social and religious leader in Barbados. She was one of the persons. She's one of our national heroes for one. But she was um, the Methodist Church, and she sent missionaries to Barbados in the early 19th century. Uh -huh. And she embraced this faith, and with white planters succeeded the Austin, the missionaries from Barbados. She, and she opened her home at the church, and she kept the faith going against physical abuse, against the physical abuse that she was in. And at one time, shots were fired at her home for this. So wow. afterwards, she donated the land uh -huh. on which the first Methodist church was built in Barbados. I'm looking at a chat right now, and Rudy was saying the reason why he admired Rosa Parks is because uh, he thinks that without her actions, we would still be sitting in the back of the bus, and we and we still do wow. that today. Uh, and Victor said that Marvo Manning, uh, she was a first for Barbados. Would you know about her, Marvo Manning? Marvo Manning, I think she was she was a journalist. A journalist, my okay. Yeah, I think she was a journalist. Nice. Asking if that, that's the first Victor, tell us a little bit more about Mar Marvo Manning. You said she was the first for Barbados. First of what? Continue, uh, Teresa. You got, uh, you finished with Sarah Ann. Oh, I know who that next person okay, that is. That was Sarah Ann Gill. <laughs> I didn't get a picture. Oh, no. This is hor horrible. You guys are about to find out why it's horrible. <laughs> I didn't put a picture. <laughs> But we had we had all those. I all know those I'm so horrible. Okay, Madre Dolores Costello Eiffel Sandyford, my mom. Okay, <laughs> the last one. Oh How man. How could you, Hillary? How could you? I know that's my mom. <sighs> anyway, yes. go on. Hillary, Hillary would take charge and speak some more. Yeah, well, she mom. was a petite, otherwise known as D or Dolores. She studied judo at the National Stadium uh, Club located through the Barbados Judo Association Watch out, and, swift, and swiftly became the first female on the island to earn a, sh a shodon, shodon, which is a black belt. Uh, this 5-2 powerhouse fought successfully in a national, regional, and international competition against mainly men and one. She kicked their asses. <laughs> I've seen that. Uh, her favorite technique wa was making opponents tap out her strongest skill using sh uh, excuse me I don't know how to say this but I'm gonna try she shan to she to shoe I'm not sure what it <laughs> sure and what it was it's, it's a technique of placing your hand in fire so uh, Madrada's headstone is was set to be marmorated in Barbados in uh, July 2021 but unfortunately because of COVID it wasn't done and um, I am hoping to do that this year. No, sorry, next year, 2023. Yay, mommy, you made it. <laughs> uh, we also, uh, Victor said that she is the first Barbados, first beauty queen in 1938. Uh, Rudy said, yeah, Victor, I heard about her growing up, but don't really mm -hmm. know much about her. Okay. And yeah, then we have... Um, Barbados, you saw, you see a write-up on her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can check out Wikipedia to learn more about Madarata. Um, next, we have Gabrielle Bailey. Let's tell, talk about that. This is a mob, more modern. Um, well, I mean, the other ones are modern too, but this is more recent um, activist. Go on. Okay, I'm opening up her again now. Okay, Gab 
Gabrielle Bailey. Gabrielle Bailey, believe it or not, she's based in Barbados and she's the founding member of a local NGO. I am Girl Barbados. That's her All right. um, foundation. Yep. Love it. And the places in her unique position on the ground have real connections to so activists in Barbados across areas such as women's rights, LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. I pronounce that right. LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Right. Environment sustainability and youth development. Her passion, caring and determined youth and gender justice activist with a keen interest in mental health. She is proud to hold hands with others, whether local locally in Barbados or across the globe, to work towards an equitable tomorrow for all. Nice. And then we have the current Prime Minister of Barbados. Yeah. The Honorable. No, is it really? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> the Honorable Mia, Mia Motley. She's October's born. Let's put out there. First She's Prime the Minister. First, female. First prime, female Prime Minister of Barbados. And First she Republic. The, um, yes, First Republic. Because we, just, we mm-hmm. just celebrated or Independence Day. Mm-hmm. And she was First on Time Magazine, Beijing. Mm-hmm. She was appointed the okay. general the Attorney General of Barbados in the mm-hmm. Ministry of Home Affairs in August. She's mm-hmm. the first female who held that position. Mm-hmm. And she's also the youngest ever Queen's Council in Barbados. Wow. She has a lot of firsts. She's got a lot she's of firsts, man. The Council. <laughs> And she was the leader of the House and a member of the National Security Council of Barbados and the Barbados Defense Board. Mm-hmm. She is the first woman to lead a party as well as the country's first female opposition leader. And as Hillary said, she was featured on the cover of the Times magazine. Mm-hmm. First Barbadian to do so. First Barbadian to do so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was, I didn't know that. I was surprised by that. And yeah, it was the 2023 yeah, edition, yeah. the 100 most influential people, people. in the world. Wow. And she was said for her outspoken advocacy for addressing climate change. Did you see the speech when she was addressing the UN? She put everybody in black. She was like, mm, I mean, you yep, yep. <laughs> direct. Even yeah. for the most recent of the pandemic, mm-hmm. when other carbon countries weren't getting the vaccine, she's the person that stepped in. And when we got vaccines, she started distributing distributing them to other carbon countries that didn't receive. Oh, he! So, so I got a picture of yeah. of, of Marvo Manning. She's beautiful. Marvo Manning. Yeah, I heard that name before. I just can't. Uh, Marvo Manning. So it says here that she grew up in a very happily ha- household in. Harmony Hall, St. Michael, and she was born mm-hmm. in 1938, and one of five siblings. I didn't really go into any other uh, information. I didn't mean to interrupt you, so I just got the uh, the, te- the message fine. from one of the viewers. That's fine. Thank you, Victor. Interrupt me. I usually have just a couple of lines more on oh, okay. the topic <laughs> that I'm on. <laughs> yeah. So it was saying that she was outspoken and addressing climate change. Mm-hmm. And like they said, she's the first female prime minister, and that was in 2018. Mm-hmm. Then she called elections, and she won the seat again. It was a landslide, wasn't it? Yep. Nice. 
Fabulous was all red that, that, that time. All right. I mean, she's doing a good job. She won all the seats. Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk about Canada. A, eh? no, I'm joking. <laughs> Everybody got a stereotype about Canada. Anyways, go on. <laughs> Keep going, chat. Okay. Like you tell us, tell, let us know what females you have in there. You know, tell us some mm -hmm. people that we probably don't and know then, about. And then want to highlight anyone that they have. Yeah. In this. Circle? Oh, she's giving. I'm getting more about um about okay, Marvel Manning. Get that I'm getting more about the, Marva. Let's talk about, uh, yeah, Jean uh, August, uh, Augustine. Uh, she was, um, Canadian, she made Canadian history as being uh, the first African-Canadian woman to be elected to a Canadian to Canada's House of Commons. It was like a Senate here. So in the Parliament, mm -hmm. uh, she represented the needs of women, uh, people of color, and low-income uh, Canadians through legislations to protect their rights. Um, her devotion to social justice led to her appointment as a member uh, of the Order of Canada. And um, yeah, she I, I remember hearing about her a lot when I was in grade nine, especially. Uh, the um, people are lighting up my phone. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, uh -huh. I heard a lot about her when we were coming up and it was really, um, it was something where, let's just say, there were not many people that you can look at and say, wow, um, this is, she just looks like me and I can do it, you know, kind mm -hmm. of thing. And she was a great example of that. Mm -hmm. And then there was Viola Desmond. Viola um, Yeah, Viola Desmond. She refused to sit to, to change her seats in a white only section. This is very much like Rosa Parks. Oh, similar to Rosa Parks. Yeah, similar, but this was inside the Roseland Theater in Nova Scotia. And she was uh, unknowingly began a nationwide movement uh, to end segregation in Canada, although she was charged with taxation uh, evasion for not paying the additional one cent tax uh, of the main floor whites only movie ticket uh, amounting to one cent. Uh, with the support of her church and family and friends, she went to the Supreme Courts to challenge it. And guess what? She won. Yes. <laughs> One cent. Go, girl. <laughs> and uh, talk okay. about, let's talk about uh, Senator Ann Cools. Cool mm -hmm. is her name. <laughs> I know she was uh, the longest serving member of the Senate. First black, black female uh, senator in North America. Um, while attending University of Montreal, Kuhl, uh, she was an active student activist and take part in... Um, sit-ins and challenges when it came to racial biases within the academy and since then her work has helped grown women shelters in Canada and supported mar marginalized people um, throughout the country. One of the other things with um, Cole is she was a social worker and oh. she was a pioneer. Mm -hmm. She was a pioneer in protection of women mm -hmm. from the domestic violence mm -hmm. and one of the first one of the first here, Hillary, one, mm -hmm. one of the first domestic violence shelters in Canada. Wow. And she was born in Barbados. She was born in Barbados. Yep. She Bam. was born in Barbados. <laughs> All right. Bajans to the world. And I think we have, we have one more with Mary Ann. Mary Ann Chad, Chad Carey. Carey. Mm -hmm. She played a she huge role in the Canadian education. education. Yep. Uh, her family helped in the Underground Railroad, by the way. Uh, as an adult, she founded a, a racially diverse school and went on to become the first female uh, editor, news, newspaper editor in North America when she published the 
a provincial free man. Uh, her advocacy helped earn black men the right to vote, but she continued fighting for the rights of black women to vote. Um, she's also an, uh, you know, that's, that's interesting. I always, I talk about this and then lately I've been getting, uh, you know, I got the access to learn about different things when it came to black women and their intersectionality. And it's, black women fight for a lot of rights, man. <laughs> They're always at yep. the forefront, uh, front line fighting for, um, you know, men's right, black movement for the uh, gay, lesbian, trans com uh, community, for everyone, and it, and it's it's known that they, there's not a black woman's movement per se, you know, um, because they are intersectional, <laughs> uniquely so, and uh, I just find it interesting that they actually mention it where they're here fighting for black men to vote and they couldn't even vote themselves. Wow. Yep. Let's talk about Zena um, Kendi. Uh, she was an activist and former pro uh, politician. I, I I messed up again. Let me just put some pictures up because I forgot to put the pictures. Here's Sarah Ann Gill. We went through her. Gabrielle Bailey. The Honor Anita, sorry, uh, Mia Motley. Then um, I didn't have anything for Senator Coles or for uh, Viola Desmond or Maria Emery Chad. So Zanna, um, what did I say about her? Oh, okay. So um, she led the 2018 Toronto Women's March, by the way, and has mm -hmm. been dedicated her life to social issues. She's the first black woman to be elected to the Legislative Assembly in Ontario in 1990. That's amazing. Uh, after leaving politics in 1994, however, she stayed co committed to working with the community, with many different communities-based uh, groups, like the Urban Alliances and the Race Relations. Uh, as seen as a woman, uh, Women's March, uh, she can still be found using her voice for activism, and she's currently working as a chair of a nonprofit Black Legal Action Center. Wow. Now, these women are doing a lot here. Boy, I make you say, like, <laughs> when you complain about certain <laughs> things, it makes you want to, like, sh don't say <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, child. Jeez. I, 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 so, I'm getting I'm getting some uh, pictures about um, Leah Montley. Let me, um, so, let's see here. Uh, so, she, because of her charm and distinct talent, she became the trainer of contestants for the Independent Queen Show several years after the inaugural show in 1966 Barbados got independence right mm -hmm. yeah and in 1967 she started then became the Dean of Charms and Social Awareness and character building courses in the Bristol Rangers Club founded by Cleveland Rose she's a former uh, Queens College student and grew up in Harmony Hall St. Michael and postal assistance to the post office and postmaster black rock and oysters for a while and uh it says that here she rose to be a journalist and for her years as a pioneer of the caribbean broadcasting corporation cbc uh being its first female announcer to work mm -hmm. that's who i remember her from yeah her her work in british broadcasting corporation and her time at nova scotia bank 
And at the post office, mm -hmm. uh, she sees every chance to make her mark. Uh, she is 1988. She was a popular actress and played roles in num uh, numerous local productions. And she was awarded the Service Star in Barbados uh, for her work as broadcasting and her contribution to art. In 2004, she received the NISE, the National Incentive for Service Excellence Award. Wow. Yeah, she was. And there's she so was and there's more. There's, yeah, there's a lot more on her. Thank you so much for for that, Victor. And he also sent one for Olga o, Olga Lopez Seal. I guess that's another Olga Barbadian. Olga Lopez, yeah. Uh, another Barbadian. Um, yeah. Uh, she, I guess she, she was she was Guyanese born Barbadian based yeah, so social worker say, yeah. and community worker, a radio announcer. Here doing, doing her stuff. Okay. Thank you so much for that. See ya. Or chats work. <laughs> okay, let's get over now to the pop culture. Um, let's talk uh, some about some famous and inspirational black women in history for pop culture. Let's start out with uh, Sister Rosetta Tart. Rosetta Parks. Yeah. I think this is this is the one that Rudy that Rudy was um, had mentioned earlier. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. But anyways, go on. <laughs> Rosa Parks? No, 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 no. Sister Ro uh, Rosetta. This is the godmother of rock and roll, baby. <laughs> She's a flamboyant, skilled, and showmanship on the newly electrified guitar played a vital role in the conception of rock and roll as a genre of music. And then you have uh, mm -hmm. Harriet Tudman. Okay, she, boy, she was a rough one. Yo, she was a good tough one. Don't mess with this lady, you know. Mm? One of her says, I was conductor of the Underground Railroad for eight years. And mm -hmm. I can say most conductors can see. You know what I just realized? I some of my ran okay, my is. train off, off the track and I never lost a passenger. Mm -hmm. This is Harriet Truman. Yeah. And if you want to know some of the interesting facts about Harriet Truman, Tudman, Tudman. Tudman, Tudman, sorry. It's okay. One, she was born Aramita Rose and was later adopt she later adopted the name Harriet after her mother. Now Harriet's mom let's go across here. Harriet's mom there had the surname Tubman came from her first husband and John Tubman. She was married in eighteen eighty eight. Harriet was born a slave and raised in Maryland East. Harriet returned to Maryland many times over the next decade to rescue both families and non-family members from the bondages of slavery. You know that she's she, actually slave over, uh, she actually helped 100,000 black people escape, right? You know that, right? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. She was nicknamed the Moses as the prophet Moses in the Bible who led the people to freedom. Mm -hmm. Wow. Imagine a woman single-handedly doing this. Yep. Uh, before we go any further, I I I messed up on my technical side of of course because my hand is all messed what, up. The pictures? So, yeah, so I just want to go back through a couple of people that I missed because I don't want to uh, do them any injustice. We're gonna look at uh, um, Jean Augustine. Jean Let me see if I I can pull it up here. You know my my expertise is just being challenged <laughs> today. Uh, maybe not. Okay. Let's try here. Okay, you there we go. All right, that's that's Jean Rustine, and then we're gonna look at Viola. Um, 
uh, everything is skipping. That's why I'm not able to Viola Desmond. That's Viola Desmond. Then we have Senator. Uh, on, the, on the screen now we have John yeah. Augustine. Yeah. No, no. On the yeah, screen now we have Viola there. Desmond mm -hmm. and Viola Desmond. Then we have Marianne Chad. Yeah. That's what she looks like. Zayana Akandi. That's what she looks like. I didn't want to miss anyone. And then Ann Coles. That's what she looks like. And uh, Viola, and we have Viola Desmond again. Okay, so now we're gonna. I, we're kind of caught up. My bad. My mm -hmm. <laughs> my hand is not uh, doing really well, so I just was trying my best to uh, keep up here, and it is not working. Understood. Out. Understood. Anyways, keep going. Oh, my computer is flashing. What? 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 <laughs> I'm having some technical issues. You're having technical issues. Um, so we're we're now we're gonna do with uh, Maya Angelou because this is my lady. This is my mentor. Uh, Maya Angelou. I used to. I started writing poetry when I was uh, when I was um, six years old. I started writing poetry, and that's when I first got my first short story published at six years old. And from there, I, you know, I one person said something to me, and this is when Dr. Phil when he says that. You know, a child is like a chalkboard. What do you put on it? It's what you're going to get. And sometimes when you have a passion and a gift for certain things and one person says something, it might be the one person that destroys that passion. And so that one person did say something to me. I didn't have the power at that time as a child to realize that that was harmful talk. And I started hiding my poetry and my writings and everything. And I would write. I had so many books full of writings and stuff. So when I got into high school now, years later, I got into high school, I went into a writer's class, to be honest with you, I did it because it was a bird course, <laughs> and I, I I had too many credits, so I, I was like, oh, I'll just take this, and I got introduced to Maya Angelou, I was 15 years, 14 years old, I would never forget, I was just blown away by her words and by her ability to formulate mm -hmm. an meek, t I could see everything, I could, my imagination would went wild, and... I fell in love with writing and with poetry and with art and metaphors and personifications. Actually, by reading my Angelou's work, I was able to understand Shakespeare. And so I became a fan of Shakespeare as well. So my Angelou is amazing. I, I Every time I hear just any of her words, I know she's, she's gone now from us, but I was completely inspired by her. I have all her books. <laughs> I have everything for her. And I think she's the most wonderful person. But singing and swinging Merry Like Christmas and I know why the um oh I'm gonna get emotional. I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> cage bird cage birds thing. I, I'm telling you those ones really got me to understand me and to know who I was as a black woman. And it was okay to be angry and when I'm angry. It was okay to be sad when I'm sad. And I didn't have to explain my emotions. I didn't owe anyone anything. So that lady is amazing. So a little bit of history, Teresa. <laughs> Maya, Maya Andrews was an actress as well? She was also an actress, yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. You read her first book, it just kind of like tells you so much about her journey you actually go through her entire life with her and the journey is just amazing you know what it's... i like about her when she's reading her poetry mm -hmm. the passion that comes out of it the emotion is amazing what she does yeah 
Yeah, she speaks. She speaks. Speaks to you through her her writing. Oh yeah, very much so. One one of the other ladies that we we came across was Misty Copeland. Now mm -hmm. she was American ballet dancer, and she was part of the American Ballet Theater. I don't know if Rudy would have knows of this lady, and she was one of the leading um, classic ballet companies in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So she was the first, again, the first African-American to promote the, to promote dancing, mm -hmm. to be a principal dancer in the ABT for 75-year history. She was also con considered the protege who rose from starting despite not starting ballet at the early age of 13. She also her mother fought a custody, custody battle over her. Uh -huh. And Mayweather Copeland, who was, let's go a bit, was award-winning dancer, was a few professional offers as well. Nice. Let's get a little bit more modern now with Miss Allison Hines in Barbados. Mm, they close awesome. I have so many things open. Okay, Alison Hines. Now, Alison is the cultural ambassador for Barbados, uh, one of them, one and of the them. Caribbean. She's, believe it or not, she's also a motivational speaker. She's a committed wife and mother. In 1997, she created history in Barbados when she became the first woman to secure the party monarch and world march titles when the islands propped over what we call Kaduma. Festival way for a sound in the meantime. Um, Alison's greatest hit has been the female empowerment anthem, as called the song called Roll that is Roll, Roll, Roll It Gal. Mm -hmm. And the, that was an amazing one for well over on YouTube, 3 million viewers mm -hmm. in that time. In 2005, she released a release, captured a new audience in countries such as Canada. And maybe that's the thing when Hillary. Yeah, I heard about her. But well, I actually well. knew her when I was a kid. But anyways, go on. Over Canada and even the Far East, mm -hmm. she appeared on the big screen there. In 2014, she appeared in a movie called Too Smart, where Allison took the role of Madge Smart. The plot. The plot tells the tale of a married couple who find themselves trapped with a hitchhiker during a tropical yeah. storm. Let's talk about the movie let's talk about, sorry. found on Amazon. Yeah, let's talk about uh, our next person, Rihanna. Robin Rihanna Fenty. Robin Rihanna Fenty. She is the first Barbarian to win a Grammy Award with a mega hit umbrella. Ella, um, Ella. Ella. This Ella. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is in 2008. And Believe it or not, by the end of 2016, she was one of the music industry's most successful artists in the global icon. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that I, I admire her for is I used to watch um, the Victoria's Secret, uh, you know, their show, and I'd be mm -hmm. like, that's not for me because I can't fit into any of those. But then when I, when Rihanna started doing her Savage show, you look on there, you saw every person that could possibly yes, be every person everyone was every included size. size ability mm -hmm. uh, uh able bodies disabled bodies uh every sexuality i was One just of the inclusive things, of everyone huh 
You know, people tend, you know, when she was pregnant, people tend to hide their Yeah, she, she embraced that thing. And she, she made it a fashion fashionable. show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then you saw everybody started doing it, you know. And she basically yeah. embraced motherhood. And, and you know, the motherhood is a blessing. I don't Very know much why. So. Very much so. You know, North America trying to make it look like you did something wrong. <laughs> One of the things she she was in 2017, she received the Humanitarian of the Year from Harvard University. Mm-hmm. She has sold over 250 million records. Uh-huh. She's the first black woman to head an LVMH fashion show. And she's the first Barbadian millionaire, billionaire too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I like, she created a foundation for her mm-hmm. grand, with her grandparents' name in 2012, the yeah. Carla Lionel Foundation. Good and that her. was in honor of her grandparents. I know people will talk about... This, the way, oh, I don't mm-hmm. like the way she does certain things or whatever. But basically, she said, live your best life. Life is too short. I learned this week how, how short life is, girl. Life is too short. Just do you. <laughs> that's, one, that's one of the things mm-hmm. that I said. Live your life. Live your life. It's too mm-hmm. short. Uh, next person is a person that I met uh, years ago uh, at when we were doing the Black History um celebration at work and she was one of our uh, celebrity um, uh, visitors and she sang for us and everything just getting to sit and have a conversation with her and then reaching out her for, her for some guidance and stuff you know uh, Liberty uh, Silver is amazing I'm gonna put her picture up I forgot I know I missed one <laughs> but I'll put uh, <laughs> Liberty Silver uh, I think she's amazing great gospel singer as well as folk singer I mean, if you sit down and talk to Liberty and you hear her story, it's just, wow. She's rubbed elbows with uh, um, James <laughs> Brown. I mean, <laughs> you name it. I mean, this lady is just phenomenal. And I think she's the first fem- mm-hmm. uh, female or black female for to, to win a, Ju- a Juno Award, I think it was. And uh, so, uh, yeah, continue, Teresa. Sorry, I, I just jumped in there. <laughs> Yeah, we're accustomed to you, Hillary. Mm. That's fine. We just flow. We just flow the flow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was the first black woman to raise the Juno Award. I've seen that here. Mm-hmm. And she is Jamaican-Irish. Mm-hmm. She, her mom is Jamaican-Irish, and her dad is a Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. And at 12 years old, she performed in a reggae band as an opening act, and this was in New York. I don't know if Rudy got to see that. It was in Madison Square Garden. Pretty much Tyler's um, age. Sorry? <laughs> Rudy's age. <laughs> I don't know Rudy's age. <laughs> you just she was also a member was right of there, a right there. Northern Lights. <laughs> and she appeared on the Platinum Single yeah. in 1985 as African Charity Ensemble Single, Tears Are Not Enough. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Deborah Cox. She was awesome. I remember her from when I was in high school. Deborah Cox. Deborah Cox? Mm-hmm. You said she went to high school with him? No, no. I said when I was in high school, I would... Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, she's I, a Canadian... She's Canadian, she's a, yes. she's a Canadian singer, songwriter, actress. And let me see if she was born in Barbados. No. Born oh. and raised in Toronto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> born and raised in Toronto. And as a teenager, she entered in very. You're right, Victor, and, and we should mention her, Grace Jones. Grace Jones was uh, was very iconic 
for her time. Sorry, I interrupted there again. But with, uh, you know, James Bond and stuff like that, I mean, that lady was iconic. And she got a lot of heat, a lot of heat for, you know, the way she presented herself and for her complexion and her looks and whatever else people could decide to put on there. But Grace Jones was very um, iconic and just stunning to look at. Thank you, Victor. Continue. Victor knows a lot of the. Yeah, he, they, they know. They, her, him, and Rudy in there throwing out names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they can do more um, than give trouble. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, go on. So let's talk about. In 2015. Mm -hmm. In 2015, she plays vocals for the biography for Whitney. Mm hmm. Angela Bassey. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Angela Bassett, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, are we going to the... We're going to go with jo Josephine Baker. Josephine let's, Baker? Let's, yeah, so J Josephine Baker. You have a picture of her? I am looking through my finger. I Everything got moved around. So She's an American-born French dancer. Mm -hmm. She's also a singer and actress. Yep, there and it is. She's the first black woman to star in a major motion picture. And this was in 1927, mm -hmm. Sirens of the Trumpet. I don't remember watching that one. Looking at her, she has a look something like Haley Berry. Mm -hmm. I think Hel Helen was supposed to play to play her. I can't remember who played her in the movie. Oh, and I, it was I think it was like a fight a fight over her Hallie and Janet Jackson and somebody else. I can't remember back in the 90s. Okay. And, but anyways, that lady. I mean. Unfortunately, she died. Um, she had a lot of, she, yeah. she, she died early, though. She, she had a lot of mental uh, health issues. Uh, and if you look at it and examined it and read it, a lot of it is what was put on her and how she was able, that her support system. Sometimes having a lot of yes people around you doesn't really work well for your mental health. And... Um, she ended up having a lot of mental health issues and not having a support system. And then um, I think she was very poor and ended up on the street or something like that. The, the story is a sad one, but it also shows us that sometimes as a community, we're not there to embrace people. And sometimes you see a person acting out a certain way. Don't assume that they're angry. Mm -hmm. Don't assume that they're mad. Assume, Don't assume that something is or make them a wep weaponize the words used towards them. Maybe, you know, reach out and try to help. But uh, if Sorry you- Sorry about my background noise. Something that's okay, I can't hear anything. So if you look and listen to the uh, the story of Josephine Baker, it's a very, it's a beautiful one, interesting, radical, but at the same time, very sad. Mm -hmm, Cause she, re in, I'm searching here, and she refused to perform for a segregated audience in the United States. Mm -hmm. And, She's also noted for our contribution to the civil rights movement. Oh yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. And I mean, uh, the lady, the, at the time of, you know, her time, uh, imagine you being at the level you're at and the contribution to art, um, to the art world um, during that time, you know, as an artist, uh, actress, and having to take the back door because you're black, <laughs> you know, and, and can't drink from certain taps and Whatever, that's why she ended up going to France and living in France for a long time. So mm -hmm. she passed away. Um, 
one of another iPhones here. Oprah. Oprah, we can't, we can't have this without Oprah. talking about Oprah, okay? Oprah, she started a talk show host, a television mm -hmm. producer, an actress, an author. Mm -hmm. Oprah was just doing it in the media world. She oh, Oprah has is the first of a lot of things, man. We were here all mm -hmm. damn day, I'll tell you. Um, I'll and tell you Oprah, this. Oprah, she Oprah has similar so look to my mom, knows, so I used so to like... <laughs> When she was coming up in mm -hmm. on the on the scene, mm -hmm. I remember her saying that every door she um, tried, everyone was telling her no, other because of her color. She her built stature. her own damn door, girl. <laughs> <laughs> she built and her no. own door. She's like, yeah. you guys not open it? Okay, let me help you out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let me get those nails and, and wood. <laughs> She ran her national syndicate for 25 years from 1986 to 2011. Mm -hmm. And they dubbed her the queen of all media. Wow. She's also a billionaire as well. Must mention that. Very much so. Mm -hmm. She did she a lot of contribution. I remember when they had the earthquake in Haiti. Mm -hmm. Oprah went there and she made a huge contribution to Haiti mm -hmm. in terms of the schools and helping to rebuild and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But imagine this was someone that was born into, into poverty yep. to and a single teenage mom and look where she is now. So it just goes to show your past yep. doesn't have to be your present. She went, exactly. She went through so much as a child and, uh, you know, and she's completely resilient. And so we mm -hmm. wanted to, uh, we really wanted to highlight these black women. We wanted to talk about uh, the things that they have done. There's so many more uh, women out there. Viola Davis is one. And there's so many uh, that we could be here for weeks and weeks just talking about them. We just, mm -hmm. you know, we just want to get rid of that narrative of angry black women. Not, <laughs> stop, stop associating that word to black women. Um, and start associating other words like resilient, uh, tra trailblazers, Positive. successful, CEOs, uh, you know, positive, smiling, uh, happy, content, mm -hmm. satisfied. Uh, these are the kind of words that can be applied to us because any person could be angry. And just because we're a black woman don't mean we're angry. Uh, you know, uh, Teresa, uh, I, I, I learned a lot. Honestly, some of the stuff I didn't know. Indeed, um, some of the, exactly, somebody didn't know. There is, um, I'm ignoring the chat right now. <laughs> What's your favorite Allison sign, Allison Hines song? Yeah. Paloma. Mine is that one you just, you said earlier. Was that one again? The one, uh, I don't know the, In I don't the know Roll? Roll yes, I like that one. Yeah, I like Roll that. Again? Yeah. Luma ding ding there, I like that one. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, thank you guys for hanging in with us. I know it was a lot of information, and we're going to put the links on our uh, description uh, on YouTube. We're also going to put some other ones on there. Go check out the history. There's a black um, museum in Philadelphia. It's amazing. There are a lot of artists, a lot of history in that uh, museum. It's a black museum. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm just looking at the chat. It's distracting. <laughs> Victor being Victor and Rudy being Rudy. <laughs> uh, I think Rudy's down in, in in your island. Did you get to meet Rudy? Yes, Rudy came by the studio. Mm -hmm. Rudy came by the studio. It was brief. It was brief, okay. Just, just like you said, Rudy was Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> 
the same nice. way he behaves in the chat. Yeah. I was surprised. He didn't he didn't behave like that when Oh, he was, he was shy. And oh, he's really shy, that's good. I would say shy, but he came, he dealt with business and you know, mm. that was it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, we're we're a light and friendly individual. Good, good. Our uh, objective mm -hmm. is, you know, with health and everything and life and everything, for us to be coming to you live from Barbados in, in July of 2023. And we're hoping to have some other podcasters from Barbados there and go to some questions, uh, more of an open mic situation. We're going to have some people dropping by uh, with their natural teas and hopefully have some food going and some beach action. So again, we will like to thank uh, Nicolette. She is our social media media specialist. Scenes. She's been doing a great job. You see the video at the beginning of the show. That was her put that together. Thank you for gathering all that media together and and creating a beautiful uh, video slide. We're gonna have that over on uh, YouTube and all our social media platforms, except for of course RSS. That's audio that will be provided after the show or tomorrow because <laughs> I forgot to hit record <laughs> because that's what I do I yeah, things. No. Uh, crop over um, I was I actually <laughs> he's uh, Victor said big up to Nicolette <laughs> um, you know I actually uh, I, I was saying to uh, Teresa earlier I said one of the things that we know, we're known in uh, black culture as black women especially is the vibrant of our clothing and our hairstyles and how we can look like one pl person hairstyles. yeah one person one day and then another day, and then a couple of hours later it's like wait what what just happened oh it's a totally different look and you know sometimes we wear makeup sometimes we don't wear makeup and we just and we love to laugh and our laughs are very beautiful and animated and expressionative i mean it's just Mm. Amazing. <laughs> uh, Sybil, Sybil, you mean? Sybil, I don't know who's Sybil. <laughs> Anyways, uh -huh. I, I'm reading the chat. I have no clue. Anyways, uh, thank oh, you guys okay. for joining us again. I am Hillary here in Ontario, Canada. Oh, Teresa, by I'm the way, Teresa. sorry. I am being rude. Do you have anything going on with you in Barbados? Um, Anything going on with me? Not really. No? Okay. Well ended then. No. <laughs> Thanks for Not joining us. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see you next side, Saturday man. for another hot tea with pleasures. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>